It's Colonials Game Day on the Colonials Football Network. Here's your host, Will Lewis. And a good Saturday to you all. And I welcome you in to the Colonials Game Day pregame show here on the Williamsburg Colonials Football Network. I'm Will Lewis. The 2021 fall season is here, folks. And boy, did the Colonials start it off with a near-perfect game and a shutout 56 to nothing over the Pit Bulls last Saturday. So coming up today at Cooley Field in Williamsburg, the Colonials will be hosting the Virginia Ducks. And their home opener kickoff is at 7 p.m. tonight. So the game last week in an article by beat writer Michael Anderson, quarterback Akeem Taylor mentioned that he wasn't satisfied. And he felt that they left a lot of points on the field, even with the 56 points. And that's a statement of a great leader and a quarterback, staying humble, recognizing that he believes he could have scored more. So the breakdown of last week's game. And what about Linwood Walker pulling up from an end around and throwing a beautiful 50-yard touchdown pass to Bayer. Then the defense held up there in the bargain with a pick six from Jareel Jones, 80-yard touchdown return. Man, oh man, how the Colonials started off fast in that game. So we go on to the second quarter, blocked punt by the Colonials with the recovery on the Pitbulls 15, one play later. My goodness, one play later, Taylor with a 15-yard touchdown pass to once again a very talented Michael Bayer with a two-point conversion try. Now, from the replay of the video that I watched, it appears Taylor crossed the goal line before he fumbled the ball. At any rate, conversion still good due to a recovery in the end zone. So, conversion was still good. It was all good. Later, a field goal blocked by the Colonial special team. So the first half of play, Colonial's already up 34 to nothing. I mean, what a fast start for, for the semi-pro team coming out of Williamsburg. And then it just kept getting better. Another score from Williamsburg in the third quarter, 65-yard punt return by Strawn. And boy, he got some speed. That's the fastest punt return I've seen in a very long time, even in the NFL. He reminded me more of a Brian Mitchell running across that field last week. Oh, my goodness. So the Colonial offense on the field once during the third quarter, and they made the most of it with another end around 18-yard TD run by Walker. A couple of touchdown throws in the fourth quarter, which the final would be a staggering 56 to nothing dominance by the Colonials. Can they do it again today? May not be as many points, but I think there's going to be another dominating performance later tonight. Coming up, what to look for from the Colonials in Saturday's game against the Virginia Ducks. We got your top 25 football rankings through the first couple of weeks. And Taylor Heineke, his performance from Thursday night, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Colonials Football Network. Welcome back into the Colonials Football Network. Williamsburg Colonials hosting the Virginia Ducks tonight. Kickoff at 7 p.m. at Cooley Field in Williamsburg. 
So week one of the NFLs in the books. Thursday night was the start of week two. New York Giants played the Washington football team. That game was probably among my top five NFC East fun to watch games of all time. It was back and forth, lead change after lead change. And when you get an NFC East game, no matter if it's the Giants playing Washington, Eagles playing Dallas, Giants playing Eagles, Dallas playing Washington, Giants and Dallas, expect anything and everything to go on in an NFC East game. It's just how it is. It's just the way it's been for many, many years, generations to come. Anytime I've ever watched an NFC East game, something off the wall goes on, just like Thursday night. Both Heineke and Jones, I felt they played their rear ends off. Question, if Fitzpatrick was playing for Washington, could we be talking about a whole different ball game? At any rate, what a wild game. The Giants did leave a lot of points out there. A huge drop by the Giants receiver in the end zone. That was seven points and possibly a game winner for the Giants. And then we go to special teams for the Giants. How do you go offsides on a field goal attempt knowingly the game is on the line? It baffles my mind. It baffles a lot of these sports writers' mind. How do you go offsides like that? Yes, it has happened around the league more often than people think. As a matter of fact, last season I've counted maybe eight plus times when a special teams unit jumped offsides during a game-winning drive. And there's no excuse for it. Giants need to get better with that if they want to have a winning season this year. So let's talk about Taylor Heineke. 34 of 46, 336 yards, two touchdowns, and leads Washington to a game-winning field goal drive. Terry McLaurin, 11 catches, 107 yards, one touchdown. Daniel Jones, 22 of 32, 249 yards, one touchdowns. And let's get this straight. Daniel Jones did not play terrible at all. He just needed a little bit more support from his O-line, from his receivers. And I think the Giants will be a force to be reckoned with this season. No doubt about it. Now, the question for Washington is, is Heineke a starter for the rest of this season? Will Fitzpatrick go to as a backup? Is Heineke enough for this season? We don't know. We have seen what he can do. The big test, I think, will be coming up against the Bills a week from Sunday. Now, Fitzpatrick, yes, you can count on him. He is very fun to watch, I think. No matter win or lose, he's still fun to watch. He he does not give up. That's, that's for one thing, and that's not a whole lot you can get from any quarterback in the NFL these days. But sometimes he can be like a Rex Grossman of football. They used to say you have the good Rex and the bad Rex. Well, with Fitzpatrick, you have a good Fitz and a bad Fitz. The good Fitzpatrick, well, you have the chance to win at all times. The bad Fitzpatrick, he throws interceptions a little more than you want him to. But still, he can still get the job done. It's just which one we will get. 
week by week. That's that's the inconsistency there. And we just don't know coming into the season. And obviously he's hurt till November, so we won't see him till November. Heineke has reigns until now. So question is, can Heineke be the answer to a long-term quarterback in Washington? That remains to be seen. I'm not going to go there right at the second. I think we need to see a little bit more from him. And we'll go from there. So coming up, your top 25 college teams through the first couple of weeks. Who's in state key matchups for today is you're listening to the Colonials Football Network. Welcome back into the Colonials Game Day pregame show. Colonials hosting the Virginia Ducks later on tonight. Kickoff at 7 p.m. at Cooley Field in Williamsburg, a home opener. So come out and support your local team. We are broadcasting live at the New Generation Entertainment Studios here in the northern neck of Virginia. So let's quickly talk about the top 25 NCAA football standings through the first couple of weeks. A lot of these are no surprise at all. So, of course, number one in the country, like we said, no surprise, Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Three, Oklahoma. Uh, Number four in the standings right now is Clemson. Five, Ohio State. Six, Florida. Seven, Oregon. Number eight is Penn State. Nine, Texas A&M. Ten is Auburn. Eleven, UNC. Twelve, Michigan. Thirteen is Iowa. Fourteen, Mississippi. Fifteenth, as of now, Wisconsin. Sixteenth. Notre Dame, I thought Notre Dame would be a little bit more higher than this, but at any rate, they're standing at 16 as of this week. That could change after today and after tomorrow. We will see. 17th, as of now, is Pitt. 18th, Texas. 19th, Virginia Tech. They're on a 2-0 start, much to our surprise. 20th is Miami. 21st, Cincinnati. 22nd. Arkansas, 23rd, Iowa State, 24th is UVA. They're getting off to a great start as of now. And 25th is UCLA, which is no surprise there. They may or may not um, go up in the rankings depending on the games today. So the schedule for today, Miami will be playing Michigan. 0-2 Albany plays one and one Syracuse, two and zero Boston College plays one and one at Temple, two and zero Virginia Tech plays one and one West Virginia. That's a one of the top five games to watch. Um, major game to watch is two and one Nebraska plays two and zero Oklahoma. Clemson plays Georgia Tech, which is another top five game for today. Alabama plays Florida, both two and zero. Another top five game. And UVA plays UNC. UVA at 2-0. UNC at 1-1. Um, are, am I expecting UVA to go 3-0? Maybe if they have the right product on the field today. However, UNC is still pretty strong. So if UVA does not put a good product out on that field today, they could be looking at 2 
and one if they don't watch it. So that's some of the games on tap today for college. So the semi-pro game tonight. Can the Colonials get to a 2-0 start? I think they can. Final segment coming up. Top five keys to the game coming up right after this. You're listening to the Colonials Football Network. And I welcome you back to the Colonials Game Day pregame show. Kickoff tonight at 7 p.m. Cooley Field in Williamsburg. So what does the Williamsburg Colonials got to do to get a win at home? Well, first things first, continue that momentum from that blowout win from last week. Dave Willis, head coach, mentioned it earlier today on social media. Let's just take care of business and go home 2-0. Very true statement there. I mean, you can't you can't get any more truer than that. Just take care of business. Go home, get the win, 2-0, going into next week. So top five keys to the game today. Number one, don't leave points out on the field. Colonials got 56 points last week, yes. But there may have been more points. As Akeem Taylor said, he just wasn't satisfied even with 56 points. Now it's harder to get to 2-0 than getting to 1-1 or 2-1. It just is. Just the way it's been. Keep it simple and protect the ball. We may see a similar score from the Colonials as we did last week if if this key uh, happens tonight. Just keep it simple and protect the ball. Defense. Second one, defense continue to get interceptions, make third down stops, and there shouldn't be any problem with that tonight. Uh, Number three, key to the game, add a little more run game. This Virginia Ducks team, their history, from what I've seen, is unable to stop a strong run. Another good showing from special teams make a difference, so we're expecting another good showing from them again tonight. Fifth key to the game and last key to the game, be smart with the passing. Don't let the Ducks hang around in this game. My bold prediction today, I feel the Colonials is going to have another awesome performance on the field. So I'm going to go with 41-14. Colonials takes it home with a 2-0 start and number one in the power rankings. That's the way I feel. That's the This team, as we said earlier, much earlier in the year, is a championship caliber team. And it's going to be like that for a few years if we keep this team together and play like they've been playing, they're going to be a force to reckon with for years to come. Kickoff at 7 p.m. tonight. Thank you for joining us in the Colonials Game Day pregame show here on the Colonials Football Network. We will talk to you sometime this week. I'm Will Lewis. This has been a presentation of the Colonials Football Network.